0: Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast, thanks for joining us today, it's the 12th of October. On on this day in Christian history, go back to the year 1889 and travel to Kadowice in Poland, where Eric Prysaro was born. He would become one of the most important Catholic intellectuals of the 20th century, a Jesuit priest, a philosopher and a theologian. He is best remembered for synthesizing the thought of prominent thinkers around the notion of the analogy of being. His groundbreaking text, Analogia Entis, the analogy of being, brought theological metaphysics into the modern era. Building on the influential tradition of Thomas Aquinas, who argued that the distinction between essence and existence ran through the whole of created reality. Thomas had argued that this difference between essence and existence defined created reality in its difference from God, the Creator, whose essence was to be. However, in Christianity, with its bold claims about the Incarnation, about how God had become a man, for Bourgeois, the tension between divine immanence and divine transcendence was therefore a unity in tension. And he turned the concept of analogy of being, which had been un, been understood in static terms by Thomists, into something dynamic. This would be very influential in Catholic circles, and he would become widely known and particularly influential on a young Hans Erz von Balthasar, see the poem of June 26th, who regarded him as an unforgettable guide and master. And indeed he considered the breadth and profundity of his thought to be without comparison in our time. He was also the friend and mentor to the now canonised philosopher Edith Stein. See the podcast of August the 2nd. His reception outside of Catholic circles was more nuanced. He was one of the first Catholics to engage in dialogue with Karl Barth and Paul Tillich, two of the most influential Protestant thinkers of modern times. Both Barth and Prezara had bravely criticised Nazism. Barth had been the principal author of the Barmen Declaration, in 1934 urging Christians to resist Nazism. See the podcast of May the 30th. Bart had imprudently sent the letter directly to Hitler and in 1935 he had been forced to leave Germany and took a position at the University of Baal where he remained for the rest of his life. Pujwara explained that the Christian kingdom was absolutely incompatible with the Third Reich. And like Bart, he argued strongly against church accommodation to Hitler's government. And by 1935, the Nazis had him under surveillance, eventually closing down his work and causing medical and psychological problems from which he never fully recovered. However, after the war, Bart disagreed with his central argument about the analogy of being Pishwara's argument in Analogia Entis was that something of God, the source of existence, can be found in everything and everyone that exists. God, Aquinas wrote, is intimate within us. However, Pishwara recognised that God is also radically different from humanity. We are material beings, he is immaterial. We live in time, he is outside of time. Nevertheless, there is a kind of kinship between us. As scripture puts it, we are made in his image. And and in this way, Pujarra describes us as being analogous to the divine being. Drawing on both Aquinas and Augustine, God is both in us and beyond us. And even after the fall, humanity retains something of our original kinship with God because of our intimacy with God, we have the capacity to understand his word. This was what Barth could not countenance. In his 1931 Christian Dogmatics, he called Prishwara's analogy of being, somewhat untemperately, the invention of the Antichrist, and declared that because of it, one cannot become Catholic. It was a dangerous idea for Bart because it placed fallen humanity too close to God. In Bart's view, the analogy of being downplayed God's otherness. Really, Bart's objection was to Augustine, you see the pod of April 24th, whose work substantially influenced Bourgeoisie. Augustine included good works along with grace in the path to redemption. But Bart feared that this implied a continuity between human effort and God's salvific acts whereas in his view grace and human effort were opposed. For Peugeot grace came doubly through God's revelation and the human capacity endowed by God to receive that revelation. Bart, for his part, continued to insist that grace came singly through revelation alone but this yielded and an inint- unintended consequence. If we can rely on nothing in our created nature to understand revelation, how do we know that we understand it right? How do we know that our moral judgments based on interpretations of scripture are sound? Barth's argument, although shaky, did prod Catholics to clarify their own positions. In Gottlieb Songen, who was influential in advancing the career of Joseph Ratzinger, emphasized that we are like God only analogously, the analogy of being kept the proper distance between God and His creation. In Church Dogmatics too, Bart conceded that if Songen was right, then naturally I must withdraw my earlier statement. That I regard the analogia entis as the invention of the Antichrist. And Bolt's attitude gradually changed to accept the analogy of being within the context of an overarching analogy of, analogy of faith. Yet in his later works, Spott talked not of analogy of being, but of analogy of being in Christ in his grace. The First World War shaped the attitudes of both theologians towards analogy, though each drew a different conclusion from its events. While well, Prishwara believed that the church had done too little in the face of this tragedy, Bart believed that it had done too much. Bishwara intended his doctrine of analogy to encourage the political activity and influence of the church in post-war culture and society. Bart was suspicious of and sought to foreclose uncritical efforts to claim God for human political and social agendas. And in that way both were reformers who sought to help the church avoid its previous mistakes perhaps Pryjois' vision of the church was more universal than Bot's. Bart's explosive rejection of the Analogia Entis as the invention of the Antichrist in 1932 was because he feared the church's entanglement in alliances that would betray its true identity and saw the potential of Pryjois' idea to encourage them. However later Newer versions of the analogy, such as song ends, had adapted to many of his earlier objections, and he saw a Christocentric version that he couldn't object to. It's important to note that Bart spoke very warmly of Prejara in his personal diaries, and in their dialogue we may have one of the most fruitful dialogues between serious Catholic and Protestant minds in modernity. In the English speaking world, Prejara remains largely unknown. Few of his 60 books or 600 articles have been translated. And Graham McAleer's recent book, Eric Prejara and Postmodern Natural Law, was the first work to present in an accessible way his thinking for an English speaking audience. Pope John Paul II commended Prejara as one of the greatest theologians of the Catholic tradition in such company as Albert the Great, the teacher of Thomas Aquinas. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the miracle of Fatima. This month we've surpassed 10,000 downloads, so thank you to listeners from all over the world for your interest. And today, a special thank you to our listeners in Tel Aviv and in Gravesend, Kent, Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net and if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.